welcome to the Think Factory podcast. We got one question for you. What keeps you up at night? Welcome to the Women's Roundtable podcast, powered by the Think Factory, where we learn how women think big and grow their business. My name is Kara Fialkoff, counsel with Outside General Counsel Solutions, and I'm the host of today's episode. I'm happy to have AM with me today, who is the executive director of the New Jersey chapter of the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. I actually met her as a volunteer with this amazing organization, and I'm in awe of all that she and her team do to help those who have Crohn's and colitis. So I just want to start off by saying thank you for all of your work, and thank you so much for joining me today. Um, I would love to get some background on you and how you got involved with the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. So if you can just tell me a little bit what your day-to-day role is in the foundation and how you got involved. Absolutely. So thank you for having me first. Uh, Happy to be here. I have been in nonprofit fundraising um, for my entire career. So um, I've worked for a lot of national nonprofits and Prior to coming to the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation, I was at the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, where I met um, some really amazing colleagues. And um, I honestly, uh, while I was at LLS, I wanted the opportunity for career growth. And so there was a job opening in New Jersey, because I was uh, working in Manhattan at the time, and I live in New Jersey. There was a there was an opening in New Jersey um, for their take steps, which is our our walk pro our national walk program, and I I decided to apply. Um, so I when I started with the Crohn's and Colitis uh, Foundation at the New Jersey chapter, I was a walk director, um, and uh, my my prior the the executive director at the time. Um, He decided to take an early retirement and I jumped at the opportunity for some greater professional development growth Um, as the executive director. I got the job and and here I am. So I've been with the foundation for a little over two years, Um, not always as the executive director, but um, in this position, in this capacity, I've I've been here for a little over about a year and a half as the ED. And I absolutely love it. So I know that in that time, we've kind of, it was the height of COVID yes. and then the end. So can you describe what it was like kind of dealing with all of that, especially as you stepped into the executive director role and even taking on uh, Take Steps, which is one of the large charitable kind of events for the organization? Yeah, it's our biggest campaign across the country. Um, And, you know, it takes place in all of our 32 chapters. So as you can imagine, you know, we have thousands of attendees and participants that are looking to come out. And when COVID hit, it was like the world stopped, right? So you have to pivot and get creative. And we ended up rebuilding a sort of hybrid, um, at first virtual, and then we went into a hybrid walk where, participants were able to attend and engage um, if they did not have a level of comfort or if they were still um, compromised with their health that they couldn't actually come out to attend. So there is still that component where they can participate, um, you know, as a virtual option and walk in their neighborhood. And I actually 
actually have a couple of our walk teams that still do that because they don't have that level of comfort to be in a larger setting um, with the general public. But, um, you know, I, I, I think you learn a lot, you know, coming out of, of a, a national, a, a global pandemic, right? And so, you know, we, we've, you know, had some bumps along the way, but we've really taken things to the next level. And I think the first year coming back from COVID, I think people were really, really excited to be back and part of our IBD uh, community. Um, and they wanted, they wanted something. They wanted that connection because they were like almost starved for it. Even, you know, we get so used to being in this virtual world, right? With the Zoom meetings and and everything. And I think with when when you have a you know an, an autoimmune disease like like Crohn's, you know it's you know you you want that you want that connection. You want to feel that you're part of a community and actually see that it is you know we we are one. We we are a family. And, and, you know, this past year, as you saw at Liberty State Park Take Steps, like we, we made some adjustments to incorporate more of our mission. And, and the impact of that was really felt by everyone involved, um, from patients to caregivers to just community supporters. Yeah. Um, so it's really meaningful as me being the lead chapter staff to see that impact um, of all of our fundraisers and supporters and and people that are giving and 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 I will tell you it's not just like yes we have corporate sponsors that that donate a good portion of our walks but they're also the people that that donate the five dollars and ten dollars and so it's it's incredible to see that everyone coming together as as part of this event. I was so. going to say just having experienced it kind of also from the entirely virtual component yes. to yes. the middle kind of ground where it was a smaller event but still amazing. I think we had yes. the driving component to it to this year's event which was truly uh, remarkable. Yeah. I to kind of how the foundation has pivoted and how it's taken kind of weigh everyone's comfortability and said how can we kind of make sure that we have the greatest event it's yes. truly been remarkable and your leadership is obviously clear under that so how would you describe your leadership style and how you lead others so i am i am i think it's important to say that it i have a great team and you know there's no i in team um i have an amazing staff that i rely on tremendously to get and accomplish the work that we have to do done um i would not be able to do it without them and i truly mean that because look i think everyone has their specialties and and their specific attributes that allow them to contribute to the maximum capacity, right? So, uh, you know, I I want to ensure that I'm always bringing out the best in others. And I think that is what in, in my career span of doing this, I think I'm getting to a point where I'm actually seeing that, right? And I want everyone else to succeed. I I don't win unless we all win. And, and I think that that's that's how I lead.
So did you have any uh, women mentors or any specific women who inspired you? Yes, I did. And it her her name, I, I <laughs> if she's listening, her name is Ruthie Harrison. And it was literally my first job um, in the nonprofit spectrum. It was working as a director of tournament operations for an LPGA sanctioned golf tournament um, down in South Jersey. And uh, we were an umbrella. It was called the Ladies Professional Golf Association. Um, But we ran, it wasn't, I didn't work for the LPGA. I worked for the tournament itself. And we had probably 50 or so beneficiaries, which were all local community nonprofits, like the Boys and Girls Club, the Community Food Bank, um, Gilda's Club of South Jersey, just to name a few. And I managed all of the volunteers to ensure that the tournament was run properly. Um, And Ruthie, the executive director of this event at the time, just really instilled in me that it's so important to give back to your community by volunteering, um, ensuring that, you know, the volunteers that come out and give their time feel valued um, and important because they're contributing to a cause that's greater than them. And I think that has stuck with me throughout my entire career and giving back. And, you know, as a mom, a single mom of two kids, I think I've always instilled giving back to my kids, you know, with, you know, for them that they do do that as well. And so I think it's important. It's really humbled me to see, you know, the good work that's able to be done through volunteering. I was going to say, having been a volunteer for your organization, I definitely feel that um, whether it's kind of the calls that we've had or the events participating, um, you really do make every volunteer feel important and really kind of thank us for our time when really we should and we should be equally thanking you for kind of all your efforts. Um, But we, you know, and again, like in the nonprofit world, I, I will say that, you know, we depend really heavily on our volunteers because, you know, it's important to be able to give back the maximum amount of dollars that we raise to the mission, which means we want to fund the as much research as we possibly can to find cures for IBD. We want to be able to put our, our patient education and support programs on for our patients and their caregivers. So, and we want to advocate. So on at, at the state level, regionally and, and federally. So to be able to do that, we have to keep our costs and expenses to a minimum, which is why we do rely so heavily on our volunteers in every aspect of what we do. Um, you know, meaning to for donations um, to provide donated bagels to our, our volunteers that come help us set up for a walk to our sponsors. So it, it really does take a village to put on this event. And we are so grateful for all of the volunteers and no task is too small um, that that we we really do rely on their help and support. So how have you built confidence or resiliency over the course of your career? <laughs> I I have heard a lot of no's <laughs> in my <laughs> in in my career and I I will say, you know, that has given me the confidence to 
turn a no into into a yes. It, it's made me think more strategically about how I make my asks for okay. support. I think, you know, building relationships is absolutely key. Um, and I think it's, that's why I have been successful in my career is because I, I try to be as relatable as possible um, to anyone that I am making an ask to. I ensure that what they're getting out of of what they're putting in is just as meaningful for them. And I think that is such a critical component because you can ask anyone for money until they're blue in the face. But if they don't find true value in what they're getting out of it, I think it is not going to be a fruitful partnership, meaning they're not going to return year after year after yeah. year because they're if they don't see the value in that, then it's not going to be a meaningful interaction or partnership. So I, I feel like building those true partnerships is critical to success. And without building a relationship and and providing that value to your donors and, and supporters, you know, unless you are able to do that, they're, they're, the partnerships are going to go by the wayside. So I feel like that's been a key takeaway for me, like as I've come, you know, into, you know, where I am now. Um, and like I said, I've heard a lot of no's and, and just being like critical thinking. Um, I think you need to you need to be able to turn a no into a maybe and ultimately a yes. And um, and it, it's just getting to know your your constituents. You know, um, I think that that developing that rapport and, and that that a, a, a good relationship with them is is cr critical. So. And what is one piece of advice you would give your younger self? Because it sounds like you really flourished <laughs> over the last for like several kind of years in development over your career. So what would you say to yourself if you had a chance to kind of look back? So my family is a big baseball family. So I would say don't let the fear of striking out like deter you from coming up to bat, you know, um, you know, go big or go home. You're not always going to get a yes, but, um, it, it could be a just not right now. Mm -hmm. Um, so again, giving, giving you that opportunity to build, um, a partnership with your constituents. So don't, don't be afraid to hear no, because you're going to hear it, um, you know, time and time again. And, and just it, 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 gives you some thick skin um, and uh, just it, it does it does take time to build your you, you know your 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 success it doesn't you know Rome wasn't built in a day and I think that that going in knowing that I think that's important so. I was gonna say hearing no is sometimes hard even for like me yeah. kind of having been in law for so long I still am like oh no Ugh. yeah and exactly. I, I think it's good kind of a way to kind of take it is that you know no maybe and no now, but it could be a maybe in the future and exactly. it could be a yes in the future. So what can you do to kind of massage that no into something different? Absolutely. And I think understanding the why, you know, the why people are are supporting you. 
I think, you know, understanding that um, is a very, very important piece of building that partnership with with who you're working with, because, you know, everybody has different reasons about why why they do what they do, why they support, why they donate to a certain cause versus another. And, and I think understanding that piece um, helps you build um, and build the partnership that you want to be fruitful. So. And I have one final question that we ask everyone who comes on the Factory podcast. What keeps you up at night? Oh, lots of things. (laughs) (laughs) I I will tell you, it's it's I I don't have a great I don't have a great sleep sleep pattern, but uh, I I keep a little notepad next to my bed, and if I think of thoughts, I write them down. But what keeps me up at night is. I constantly want to, and I I mean this wholeheartedly, I constantly want to be able to do better, build bigger, and ensure that we are delivering mission in everything we do for uh, my team and I. And so I I want to be able to do that, but all the while keeping my team happy and knowing that they're valued. So that does keep me up at night. <laughs> well, thank you so much for this. And I have, uh, is there anything coming up with the Crohn's and Clays Foundation that you want to share? Um, I really appreciate your time today. And thank you. Of- I'm happy to be here. I really appreciate you having me a part of your, your podcast. I, I'm grateful that I got this opportunity to share some insights about my day to day. And uh, the New Jersey chapter of the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation, we've got our fall events, and I know it's only July and the heat of summer is upon us, but we have our a day at MetLife Stadium coming up on Saturday, November 18th, and that is our Touch of Football tournament. It's a 7v7 on the field of the New York Giants and New York Jets, and we also have our spin for Crohn's and Colitis Cures inside the Coaches Club at MetLife Stadium. So... Uh, We're gearing for that, as well as our Cheers to a Cure Gala on Thursday, November 30th. So we've got lots of great things coming this fall. Awesome. And we'll be sure to check them out. But thank you again. And be sure to check out the other other Women's Roundtable podcast so you can learn how women think big and grow their business. Thanks.